0: So today, I'm going to talk about nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is impossible with God. I know we are living in a difficult time with COVID. Many people are confused. Many people are tormented. Many people are hopeless. Many people are saying to themselves, When is this going to end? When is this chaos going to end in our society? My brothers and sisters, those who are watching and those that are here, I just want to encourage you tonight. I just want to bless your heart to know the God that you and I, we serve, is the God that makes the impossibilities possible. Nothing is impossible with God. We're going to look at This phrase, we have that in the Old Testament. We have that in the New Testament. We're going to learn what does impossibility impossibility mean. What are the areas in our life at times that seem impossible? And then what makes God the God of the possibility? We're going to look at instances in the Bible where things were impossible but God intervened. And how can you and I, we make the impossibilities possible in our lives? And our scriptural references are coming from few verses because of time. I'm going to give you the main verses that we are going to look to, to guide us as we look into this word. One of them is in the book of Matthew chapter 19 verse 26. It says in Matthew chapter 19, verse 26, but Jesus looked at them and said to them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. And then we have another account in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 32, verses 26 to 29. It says, Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, saying, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? And then we're also going to look at Genesis chapter 18, verse 14. Let's see what it says. Is anything too hard for the Lord? At that appointed time, I will return to you according to the time of life. And Sarah shall have a son. And let us also look at Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 17. It says, "Ha, ah, Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth. By your great power and outstretched harm, there is nothing too hard for you. There's nothing too hard for you. So when we look at the word impossible, we can use it interchangeably. With the word hard. And this word impossible. We have it used in the Old Testament. And the New Testament. And in the context of our study. The phrase appears. In in certain situations. For example. Barrenness situation with Sarah and Abraham. Mary and Elizabeth. That is we see the context of. But God, all things are possible. It indicates impossibilities that entail limitations, restraints, restrictions that are placed on humans in life, and it can be divine, demonic, it can be natural. God can break Impossibilities. So impossibilities, yes, we face them, it does not affect God. Most times we find it very difficult, very hard to know certain things. We find it very difficult and very hard to do certain things. We find it very difficult and very hard to become but I'm here to encourage you with God all things are possible for you to know what God wants you to know for you to do what God wants you to do for you to become what God wants you to become now we're going to look at instances in the Bible where the word with God all things are possible occur one of them is In a situation of childbearing. Childbearing in old age and barrenness most people find it very difficult to to, to conceive. They're barren not able to conceive naturally. You can also be barren not able to to be fruitful in your spiritual life. Account is found in Genesis chapter 16 verse 1 and 5, it says, Now Sarah, Abraham's wife, had borne him no children. No children at all. And she had an Egyptian maidservant whose name was Aga. So Sarah said to Abraham, See now, the Lord has restrained me from bearing children. Please go into my maid. Perhaps I shall obtain children by her. Do you know know that most times when things seem impossible for us, we look for alternatives. We look for other ways to resolve that impossibilities rather than trusting God, what God has promised, what God has said. So we limit God. Sarah is limiting God and she's looking for better options. She's looking for an easier way to accomplish what God has promised. My brothers and sisters, yes, things might be impossible in your life, but I don't want you and I to undermine and underestimate the God of the impossibilities that can make them possible. It says, now, Abraham and Sarah, we are old. Naturally, it's impossible for them to bear a child. Even the Bible states that well advanced in age. They have passed that age of bearing a child. You see, when, when the angel of the Lord appeared, Sarah laughed. Wow. Is this a joke? Are you for real? I don't want you to lie to me. This is not possible. This cannot happen. Sarah laughed within herself saying, After I have grown old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord being old as well? Both of us. My husband Abraham is also Old. But you know what? God made it possible for Sarah and Abraham when they were barren. God made it possible. I don't know the barrenness in your life. The barrenness can be natural. It can be spiritual. It can be physical. It can be financial. I don't know what it is. Just to be practical so that I can relate the message to your situation. Yes, they might seem impossible with you, but not with God. Thank God because we have an account, a real account of real people. How God intervened. How God made the impossibilities possible for them. My brothers and sisters, I'm here to encourage you. God can also do it for you likewise. We're going to look at another account that seem impossible in the area of knowledge, in the area of knowledge. Our limitations and lack of knowledge, understanding and wisdom, we don't know can become impossible. We don't know the time and season, the end of the world. Because in the book of Acts chapter 1 and 7, people were trying to figure out when is this going to happen. But we don't have access to such knowledge. It doesn't mean it won't happen. It doesn't mean the world is not going to come to an end. It says in Acts chapter 1 verse 7, it is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in his place, in his, in his, in his own authority. That is impossible for us to know. No matter how much you pray, no matter how, how, how many times you read your Bible, but certain things, God has placed limitations on us, for us not to know. One of them in the area of the end of time. We are all familiar with solomon solomon was the wisest man ever lived and he made a profound observation in the book of ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 14. look what it says when i applied my heart to know wisdom and to see the business that is done on earth even though one sees no sleep day and night certain things we are limited to know Because if you and I, we know everything, then that qualifies you and I to be God. Only God is the omniscience. Only God is the omnipotent. Knows it all. You and I, we know in parts. Whatever God has revealed to us, that is what God wants you and I to know. Nothing else. Then I saw all the work of God that a man cannot find out the work that is done under the sun. Even though a man labors to discover it, yet he will not find it. Moreover, though a wise man attempts to know it, he will not be able to find it. I don't care how smart you are. I don't care how spiritual you are. I don't care how wise you are. But certain things in life Both spiritual and physical. Accept it. There are limitations of impossibilities. That's just a fact. Accept it. Another area that becomes hard at times is decision making. Certain decisions are very, very hard to make. You see, when you look at these areas in your life... You will be able to discover, okay, yes, this is a difficult and impossible situation. Don't be afraid. The fact is, it is impossible with you, but not with God. That is the time you and I should say, you know what? I don't know what's happening. I'm not sure, but I know the omnipotent, I know the God of all wisdom. I know the God of all knowledge. I know the God of all power. In decision making, dilemmas and controversies at times can become very hard. And we have an account in Deuteronomy chapter 17, verse 8 to 9. I'm just going to read uh, uh, briefly. If a matter arises which is too hard for you, to judge Be- between degrees of guilt of bloodshed, between one judgment or another, or between one punishment or another, matters of controversy within your gates, then you shall arise and go up to the place which the Lord your God chooses. And you shall come to the priests, the Levites, and to the judge there in those days and inquire of them. They shall pronounce upon you the sentence of the judgment. So, you might think, okay, you know what? The priests, the Levites, and the judges, they know how to resolve that issue. No! These are servants of God. They get their knowledge directly from God who can fix anything, who can explain all riddles, who is capable of giving all wisdom and understanding. another area at times you and I as believers will find very hard the call of God upon our lives sometimes when God called you to do something mighty to do something great God gives you a big vision my God this is bigger than my head this is bigger than my life I can't carry this vision your call upon my life is too great how how is that gonna happen Yes, you cannot do it. You cannot make it happen. But don't be afraid. Don't be in doubt. Not with God. Moses was afraid to go alone and face Pharaoh. Moses was afraid to go alone and face Pharaoh. And he was also afraid. what God says he can do and we have that account in Exodus chapter 14 verses 13 to 17 look what it says but it said oh Lord please send by the hand of whomever else you may send God don't send me I don't want to go so the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses you see when you undermine God when you underestimate God and overestimate the devil and overestimate life above God. You're telling you're telling yourself you're telling God. You know what, God? You are not capable. You are not powerful. You are too small. When God is too big, Moses said, "It is not Aaron the Levite, your brother. I know that he can speak well." Wow. So Moses was afraid to go because Moses said, God, I cannot speak. I cannot speak. But I love the respond of God. Wow. At times when God has a call upon your life, you don't have the potential. It's okay. You don't have the competence. It's okay. But all that God requires from you, are you willing? If you're willing... God will have the competence. God will have the grace. God will have to you the resources. God will have to you the people to help you along the way to fulfill that call and to fulfill that vision that He has for you. And look, He is also coming out to meet you. When He sees you, He will be glad in His heart. Now you shall speak to Him and put the words in His mouth. And I will be with your mouth and with his mouth. And I will teach you what you shall do. So he shall be your spokesman to the people. And he himself shall be as a mouth for you. And you shall be to him as God. And you shall take this rod in your hand with which you should do signs. And the response of God to Moses was, Who has made man's mouth? Have I not I the Lord? When Moses doubted himself, saying, God, I cannot speak. The response of God was, Moses, who made you mouth? Who created language? Have not I the Lord? Another area at times that we find very challenging and hard and impossible Is when we are faced with demonic spiritual forces, satanic stronghold, witchcraft controlling setbacks, and bondage, enslavement that are so demonic, you have tried different ways to come out, my brothers and sisters. No matter how long you have been in that situation no matter that 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 prolonged sickness no matter that prolonged demonic attacks but i'm here to tell you that we serve a god that can that can deliver you and whosoever the son of man deliver is delivered indeed there's nothing too hard for the lord i don't care how long the enemy has been attacking you satan not too hard for God no witch is too hard for God no demon is too hard for God no government is too hard for God I refuse to allow myself to to overestimate these things and undermine and underestimate the God that I serve the God who created this universe Just quickly read this, um, Matthew chapter 14, verse 14 to 22. And when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to him, and said, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is epileptic and suffers severely. For he often falls into the fire and, and often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. See. but not with jesus not with jesus then jesus answered and said oh fitless and perverse generation how long shall i be with you how long shall i bear with you bring him here to me and jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him and the child was scared from that very hour then disciple came to jesus privately and said why could we not cast it out so Jesus said to them, because of your own belief. Wow, wow, wow. We're going to we're gonna, we're gonna get to something very interesting. I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, and you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. What can make the impossibilities possible in your life? is faith. Faith in who? God, the omnipotent. Not in yourself. You will fail. Not in people. They will fail. But not in God. He is faithful. He never lied. He is not a man that he should lie. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Another accounts at times that seem very impossible salvation salvation you know we cannot save ourselves no matter how many good works you cannot save yourself God knows no matter how many times you try you can never save yourself so salvation is impossible humanly speaking You cannot do, you cannot save yourself. You cannot come to God by yourself. You can't. E, there's an account in the Bible that talks about the rich young gorilla. And the disciples, they ask an astonishing question, saying, who then can be saved? The law cannot save us no matter how many times we try to fulfill the law even when a person sacrifices animal for their sins they cannot be saved but Jesus looked at them and said to them yes with men this is impossible accept the fact with you is impossible don't try to like like hit your head against brick But we don't want to accept certain things in our life. Thinking that we can do it all by ourselves. We don't need the help of God. But look what it says. But with God all things are possible. Matthew chapter 19 verse 26. Again the word. With God all things are possible. That is what Jesus keeps telling us. With God all things are possible. Humanly speaking certain things in our life are impossible. But not with God. Romans chapter 8 verse 3, it says, For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. Even the law could not do. The law could not save us. In Hebrews chapter 10 verse 4, for it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats could take away sins. <laughs> so don't 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 kid yourself. You need Jesus to make salvation happen in your life, to make salvation happen in our world. The reason why at times some of us we have that impossibility mindset is as a result of hopelessness. When you have no hope, you think that nothing good can happen to you. You think that nothing can be possible in your life. At times as a result of multiple failures. You have tried. Just like the disciples, they have tried to fish. And when Jesus said, said, Peter, try again Peter said you know what master I have tried so many times but you know what nevertheless at your word I would do it yes you have tried you have failed seek God and he will give you a word that will empower you to succeed again sometimes that impossibility mindset is embedded in our flesh and our sight we want to see things before we believe and the flesh cannot please God. We want to see before we believe. Sometimes that impossibility mindset is embedded in, in our doubt and unbelief. We don't want to believe. Can God do it? I don't think God can do it. No, no, no. No, I don't think God can do it. At times we're also afraid. Fear. We're also afraid. Look what it says in Matthew chapter 17, just to give an example of sometimes that impossibility mindset can hurt us. So Jesus said to them in Matthew chapter 17, verses 20 to 22 Because of your unbelief, for surely I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, even Jesus is saying that if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. You don't, need the, you don't need my faithful things to happen to you. Some people have faith that can move mountains. Is it because it's special? Is it because God loves them better than you? No. Jesus said to you, if you can have faith just like, like a mustard seed, if you can, I'm begging you, if you can have faith. And some of the responses when people get healed, Jesus would tell them, let it be done according to your faith. Let it be done according to your faith. Because only faith can move God. Only faith can move the heart of God. Only faith can move the hand of God. Now we're going to look at what makes God the God of the possibility. You see, there are three persons. Attested to that phrase with God, all things are possible. God Himself did in Jeremiah 32:26. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? God himself attested that I am the God of what? Of all flesh, I am the God of all creation. Is there anything too hard for me? I made you. You are the clay. I am your potter. How can you tell me? It's too difficult. I cannot do it. I cannot recreate you. I cannot renew your life. I cannot change your life. I cannot transform your life. I cannot deliver your life. I cannot provide for you. I cannot protect you. I am God. I made you in the first place. in genesis chapter 18 verse 14 god attested to himself is anything too hard for the lord at that appointed time i will return to you according to the time of life that's god himself attesting to himself jeremiah attested our servant of god attested that god with god all things are possible we have that account in jeremiah chapter 32 verses 18 Then an angel, an angel also attested to it. So you have three testimonies. God himself, a servant of God and also an angel. For with God, nothing will be possible. Luke chapter 1 verse 37. So we have proofs. So much proofs to let you know that with God, nothing will be impossible. It didn't say with man. Nothing will be impossible. It didn't stay with Jeremiah, nothing will be impossible. It isn't in Gabriel, nothing will be impossible. All of the testimony mentions one key person, God. So, what makes him the God of possibility? Number one, God is all knowing. You have to understand. What qualifies God to make impossibilities possible? Because God is all-knowing. God is all-understanding. God is all-wise. Everything. In, In Isaiah chapter 7 verse 8 to 9, it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor my ways are your ways. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts now you tell me as the heavens are higher than the earth who so are my ways higher than yours and my thoughts higher than your thoughts number two God is the all-sovereign ruler meaning that he's the final decider he's the one who determines he's the one who defines he's the one who detects the affairs of all creation There's nothing above God and there's nothing under God instead God is above all things his eyes are everywhere he can do anything he can do anything anytime anywhere with anybody he is not selective there's no sin that he cannot forgive there's no sinner that God cannot transform look at the life of all He was a persecutor and he became a preacher. Now you tell me that you think that God cannot save you from that addiction? You think that God cannot save you because you're a murderer? No. The third point, what makes God the God of the possibility is God is a God of integrity. The reason why I put that one there is because In Numbers chapter 23 verse 19. God is not a man that he should lie. Nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said? Will he not do? Has he spoken? Will he not make it good? If God has a call upon your life. If God has a vision upon your life. And that vision is bigger than you. Your calling is bigger than you. God you have promised me. Can this promise come to pass? Yes, it will come to pass because God is not a man that he should lie. He is a God of integrity. The fourth point is God is all powerful. He is the maker and doer of all things. He is all powerful. God's ability. God is capable God is full of might. God is able to perform what He has promised. It doesn't matter the leaders, the nations, prominent people, God can change their hearts. Salvation, God can save. Because it says in Jonah chapter 2, verse 9, But I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving, and I will pay what I avow salvation is of the Lord God is able powerful to save you God is able and power to powerful to give you life because it says in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 9 God was able to raise him up that's the power of God to give you life that is the power of God to give you salvation that is the power of God to give you favor Romans chapter 4 verse 21 it says and being fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able also to perform. So what God has promised you doesn't matter how long it's taken it doesn't matter what has happened if God has promised he is also capable of performing it. The Bible said that what God has started in our lives he is capable to accomplish it till the very end till Christ Jesus returns. then our last um, question we're going to look at is how can you and I make possibilities possible in our lives? How? On a practical note, how? First of all, I want you to know that only God is able, can break, can interfere, can invade, can breach can infringe, can encroach, can intrude impossibilities. Only God. So don't look to man. Don't look within yourself, especially when it comes to things that are impossible. Don't look within yourself. Don't consult nobody else, because they cannot do it for you. you know, sometimes people go. They'll go see jeju Man. They'll go see native doctors to give them solution. Sometimes they will consult demonic uh, 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 personalities to have access in the spiritual realm because the wonder and possibilities in your life to become possible. My brothers and sisters, I highly encourage you to go to God, to go to Him. You know? You see, faith, faith, faith is so important when it comes to making the impossibilities possible faith i'm telling you this faith because first of all in order for you to be saved you have to believe in order for you to see signs and wonders you have to believe in order for you to be righteous you have to believe so everything everything is centered around faith everything revolves around faith Trust and believe in God. Many times Jesus will tell people, Let it be done according to your faith. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says, But without faith is impossible. If you look at the word, Without faith, it is impossible to please. Please who? To please God. My brothers and sisters, if you don't have faith, you can't even please God. If you cannot please somebody, they won't even want to make time for you. Am I right? They won't even want to listen to you. The Bible said, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Again, the word impossible. On a practical note, learn to trust God the Bible said in Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 I believe it said in all your way acknowledge him do not be wise in your own eyes in all your ways acknowledge God trust in God learn to trust God for simple things trust God at times we want to trust God for bigger things but it's simple things we cannot trust God and you expect to trust God for something big when you cannot trust God for something small that's foolishness for he that come into God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him Then if we look at Luke chapter 1, verse 34 to 36. I like the response of Mary to the angel. You see, when the angel appeared, Mary. Mary said, how can this be? Since I did not know a man. said, okay, how can this be? Do you know that most times you and I as believers, we want to know the how, we want to know the when. We want to know when God is going to do it. We want to know how God is going to do it. At times, most times, God will not tell us when he's going to do it. God will not tell us how he's going to do it. You just have to be expectant. Say, God, I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen. All I know, you have promised, I believe it's going to happen. Happen how it's going to happen. Because if you're trying to investigate, if you're trying to figure out when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen, you're wasting your time. And then another practical way for you and I to have that um, possibility of mindset to do the possibilities, apart from faith, we, can, we also have to pray and fast. Because certain things, they come out, certain things I will breakthrough. It can happen when we pray and fast, but also believe as we pray and fast as we pray. Because fasting and, and, and praying can cause deliverance and breakthrough to happen in our lives. But do it in the spirit of faith. Another thing too as well, seek the knowledge and understanding and wisdom of God. On a practical note, because that was exactly what Solomon did when there was a controversial uh, dilemma, a difficult situation to decide on significant matters. In 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 28, look what, what Solomon says. He said, And all Israel heard of the judgment which the king had rendered, and they feared the king, for they saw that the wisdom of God was in him to administer justice. Solomon did not get that wisdom from himself, from reading books, going to school. He got it from God to make difficult decisions, to decide significant matters. When it comes to church, when it comes to your family, when it comes to leadership, you need the wisdom of God. You see, the possibility of mindset. As this components, they see in the spirit, they don't, they don't they don't see in the flesh, they see in the spirit, they speak the word, they speak the promises of the world. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am more than a conqueror. Who the Son of Man sets free is free indeed. I am highly blessed and favored. I am the head, not the tail. I am the first, not the last. I am fruitful. I am the righteousness of God. They speak the word. He is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, all I can think or do according to the power that works in me. It's not by mind, but by my spirit, says the Lord. The possibility mindset, they work by faith. I believe. All things are possible to Him who believes. Yes, I believe. It is possible. My marriage is going to be fixed. I believe. My ministry is going to be re-established. I believe. My life is going to change for the better. I believe. My children are going to come home. I believe. I'm going to be well. I believe. I'm going to get a job. I believe. Believe to mindset. Finally Humility. The possibility mindset is a mindset of humility because the reason why I put humility there is because it's God confidence, not self confidence. Humility is you saying, God, yes, things are impossible with me, but not with you. I acknowledge you in this impossibility, impossible situations. You're not trying to take it upon yourself to resolve it. You're not, looking at, you're not looking at your own competence or your own knowledge or your own connections or people who you know to help you out. Say, God, I don't know who's going to help me out. I don't have the skill to do this. I don't have the money to, to, to do this. But God, I believe in you. I trust in you and you will make a way for me. I'm going to close with this verse. I mentioned it before. But I'm going to leave you with this verse. Meditate upon it. I've been meditating upon this verse the past couple of months. Every day, I speak this verse into my life. And it's a choice. Because Jesus gave you and I a choice. He said, if you can. He's not forcing you. He said, if you can. Speaking to you, speaking to me. Speaking to us as individual, addressing you, not as a church, but as a child of God. He said, my child, my son, my daughter, if you can, said Jesus, everything, everything. Everything that pertains to the ways of God. Everything that pertains to godliness. Everything that pertains to the plan and purposes of God. Everything that pertains to the will of God. Everything is possible. Meaning it can happen. It can come to pass. It can be actualized for one who believes. It's not selective. Anyone. Anyone, white, black, Asian, purple, yellow, male, female, young, old, pastors, believers, ministers, whoever you are, anyone, if you can believe. Amen? So I'm going to stop here, and then we are going to pray, and that's going to be it.